fast I can. I'm good. Uh, greetings in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You may be seated. Amen. Um, it's, it's the 16th of June, and I didn't feel the vibe of the young people. I know the 16th of June is on, it's on Thursday, which, 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 which happens to be the day that I was born. Uh, I told you last week I'm not a fan too much of birthdays. Uh, you know, I like to celebrate achievements. Uh, so my Facebook wall or whatever, I cannot be filled every, week, every year, it's only birthdays, no achievements whatsoever. When I, every year, it's only birthday when we see you. <laughs> There's nothing that you are celebrating that we have achieved. Every year, birthday, birthday, our. If I can't celebrate that, I celebrate my anniversary with my wife. Because marriage is not easy. And we make a decision that we are staying into this marriage. So we sit there. So every year when you see me adding another year, it's because we have decided, me and my wife, that we are staying into this marriage. I've put on the blazer of my son. So... <laughs> Who's already in tertiary school? I don't know how he looked on this. Well, it's fitting me. <laughs> and two years back, he was wearing this blazer. So I, I'm, I'm trying to think, and I, and I wanted to put it the way he used to put it himself. You know, I, he used to put it like this. So I wanted to exactly look like him. And, and if you can look a little bit closer, it's, it's written leadership here. So the young, the young, the young man was, 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 was a leader at school. And, 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 and it didn't happen by miracle or by chance. We worked on it that he became a leader. So I'm a father of a young man who's already a tertiary. I'm a father of, is um, um, the teenager. Yes, yes. My second daughter is a teenager already. So young people, I know what is it to be a young person. I have been a young person. I have raised one. I am busy raising others as well. I have been a, a youth leader in the church, uh, in Venda where I come from, and even when I arrived here in Pretoria. Let me tell you, I left home when I was 18 years old, when I finished matric. And ever since, I've never been back at home. And ever since, I've never called my mom or my mother asking for money. I left because it was time to leave. It was time for me to go. And I came to Pretoria. I joined the church and I participated in it. I became a leader in that church. I remember every June 16, we used to gather at Soshanguve and have a march of young people. We went to Bratz in Bapong. We would do some activities on that day of June 16. So I am surprised today that you are so quiet when we are celebrating Youth Day. The day that other young people stood for you so that you can be seated here today. The day that young people changed the direction of our revolution in this country. 
the day that young people said our fathers are sitting in shebins drinking and they've forgotten the mission why we are here what south africa what is happening in south africa on that day in 1976 and then it's things like that that we as a church sometimes we forget about them because we say church must not be involved in politics we have to be involved in politics as a church and that is why today as a church we have decided that we are celebrating this day as a church and under the theme of the church i have time don't worry so i want to call upon the worship team again <laughs> come on you come on young people come on young people we 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 we've got to be intentional and see that it is indeed a youth day young people have got to show us something that in i mean our worship team is full of young people there's 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 a hardly any older person here just for 5 minutes yeah, before i go into the word i just want young people you know for sure maybe you've been here for 10 years you've never even climbed this stage as a young person but today today i want to give you that opportunity i want to give you that opportunity just to come and celebrate this day if you are a young person according to the world standards they say from 18 to 35 according to world standards i don't according to you me now i still fall under that category i'm still okay <laughs> i'm still okay so so I I, i i i i just want to give you this opportunity in a church way so that on the because i've seen posters on the 15th already in the evening things are happening in other places that got nothing to do with church and i know some of you will be there but this one for heaven's sake it's got to do with church are you still sitting down my young people how much are you still sitting down man do we have something already jansen do we have something that 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 is going to shake the atmosphere they don't have they are still thinking <laughs> maybe you can start by showing them and start working already you know ah, these young people were not prepared are we good matthew chapter 11 from verse 25 up to verse 29 Matthew 11 from verse 25 up to 29 It reads as follows At that time Jesus said I praise you Father Lord of heaven and earth because you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned and revealed them to little children Yes father for this is what you were pleased to do 
All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father. And no one knows the Father except the Son. And those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Verse 28. That will be the theme of our message or the topic of my message this morning. Come to me. All you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What I want to speak to the church this morning is just simple words that said, come unto me. I used to grapple with this scripture when I was growing up as a young person. Because I would not understand the fact that Jesus says, come to me all ye that are burdened. For my yoke is easy. But when I found myself, when I've already been into Jesus, into this thing, I found this yoke to be heavy. And maybe to others you do not know what a yoke is. Maybe let me explain first what a yoke is. As you heard, Pastor Ken gave you which year I was born and I'm from Venda so there are cows there so we grow up with cows and during those times there were not tractors when we were plowing the fields during those times my grandfather used to use cows I only saw them I did not participate because I was still young but the elder brother of mine, the cousin of mine, used to tell me that there used to be this cow, they used to call it Bosman. And my grandfather used to say, Bosman, and Bosman will just come and put his head like this. Because Bosman knew his work was to plow the field. When Bosman will come, there will be another cow that will join him. And they will put this wooden thing, that's what you call a yoke, on top of these two cows. And that yoke make it easier for the both cows to carry it, to carry the burden together, to assist each other when they are pulling that thing to plow the field. So it will not be only one cow that it is pulling the yoke. It will be two cows that are pulling the yoke. In my grandfather's um, field, the main one, the bigger one, will be the bossman one. Hmm? Bussman. I'm just trying to, to use a better name. But I say my grandfather will be like Bussman, and Bussman will just come in. He knows his job. And the other one will be like a younger cow that will come in. You cannot put a young cow 
and a young cow at the same yoke. Because they won't be able to know the job. You needed an experienced one and a younger one to be able to help. The older one helps the younger one because the old one is already experienced in carrying the yoke. It will be able to navigate the younger one. It will be able to share the weight with the younger one. So when Jesus said, come and carry my yoke, because my yoke is easier. Remember when you are coming, you are coming carrying your own yoke. You are coming carrying your own issues from the world. I need to do a demonstration. Can I have two men? Two young men who are, who, are, who are a bit stronger. Two. You, 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 you were sweating a lot, so I'm not sure if you'll be okay. Please bring two chairs with me. Can I have the chairs? Yeah. Hold them up. You are coming from the world with your own yoke. Carrying it by yourself. Already in Atlanta, his yoke is heavy. <laughs> by himself. And you've got to travel a certain journey with that yoke of yours. That yoke, it can be physical, it can be spiritual, it can be emotional. At times, it cannot be visible to the naked eye. Can you move that way and that way with your yoke? Just move up and down. The question that you must ask yourself is, how far could I carry this burden before stopping to rest? And what arrangements would you have to make to carry the burden at a great distance? Would you be able to arrive where you are going to arrive without resting? Ntlanta is even now putting it on top of his head. He needs help. Because the yoke now is difficult for him to carry on his own. And when people come into the Lord, the problem that we do is we come with that yoke, still carrying it. We don't put it down. We still carry that yoke on top of us into God's work. We get born again with that yoke. Can God said, come unto me. Put your yoke down and carry mine. Because mine is easy. It's not like when you come unto the Lord, there's no yoke to carry. What you have to do is to put yours down. Put it down, my brother. Put it down. 
And when you have done putting down, walk back to your chairs. You carry the yoke of the Lord. He says it is easy. The word easy means, let me tell you, my yoke is good. There is peace in my yoke. But when people come into the Lord, they think everything is just going to flow. Everything is just going to be easier. No, there is a yoke that needs to be carried. But that yoke, it's different. It's, it's easy and it's good and there is peace in that yoke. And that is why I gave you an illustration at the beginning to say when you come and carry that yoke, you are not going to carry it by yourself. That is why it is easy. You are going to find the master, the one who is experienced in navigating situation. He is going to become your boss man in that stage. He's going to carry, he's going to go put that yoke on himself and you come on the other side. You and him, you carry the yoke together. He shows you the way. You are not going to hold it by yourself. You are not going to be burdened by yourself. He is going to carry it together with you. Hence he says, my yoke, it's easy to carry. Because you're not going to come by yourself. There's no sacrifice that is needed in the yoke of Jesus. You don't have to go and buy a cow. Let me tell you. You don't have to go and buy a, a goat for, you to, for, for, for a sacrifice that's going to burden you. There's no need for umtimbi in Jesus' stuff. There's no need that you got to go home and gather people so that when I, your, your, your cases have to be taken away, there is a bull that must be slaughtered. There are 10 chickens that must be slaughtered. No, that becomes a yoke. It becomes difficult. You got even to go to the bank and get money for you to do that umkimbi. In Jesus, there's no that umkimbi because his yoke, you carry it with him. By sharing the same yoke with a veteran, workhorse, the elder trains the young one. People think when we come into the work of God, the yoke that he says is easy, we're just going to, every day when you left your fridge with a tomato, so, a tomato sauce, and the water bottle, when you go back, you will find it filled with basmati rice. Oh, no, no, there's no basmati rice in the fridge. You will find it filled with chicken and, 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 and meat from Woolworths and everything like that. It doesn't happen like that. He will come in and help you carry the load. He will navigate it with you. Some of you, the load is physical. As I said in the beginning. Some of you is spiritual. Some of you is emotional. And that is why today we've got people pulling things on us and writing letters. And they go and they hang themselves. It is because they did not lift the, the yoke that they came into Jesus with that yoke. There's this friend of mine, he says he was driving his bike. 
he saw this lady, you know, at home there in the village with a 50 kg millimil. I don't think there's any one of you who's ever bought a 50 kg millimil for, for, for their, for their, for their uh, uh, consumption in, their, in your house. You, you normally buy the... the <laughs> Muruti says yes, <laughs> probably in the village, not here. <laughs> so the lady was carrying it and the guy stopped, you know, reversed to say, Mama, please get in. She jumped in at the back. Instead of Mama to put down the, uh, the, 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 the 50 kg back, even inside the car, she still held it up. She didn't realize that the man stopped to make her yoke easier for her, that she must put it down so that she can be able to travel easily. And that is the problem that Christians do. They come carrying their issues from the world. When he says, I am here to make it easier for you, you still carry that burden. You still say, Mina was brought up without a father. When he says, I am the father to the fatherless. When are you still saying me now? I was a product of rape. When he says there's no coincidence, there's no surprise to me. I know you before you were formed in your mother's womb. When you say me now, I, I did not have anyone to take me to school. He says, I will supply all your needs according to my riches in Christ's glory. But the problem is when you are still carrying that yoke, you brought it inside the kingdom. That is why you won't understand when he says, my yoke is easy. That is why when you go home, they will tell you you need to slaughter and you will believe them. Because the yoke is heavy on you. They will tell you that this Christian things of yours is not working because you've not taken it off and put it on the new armor of God. You're still carrying things that were said to you when you were still young. You're still carrying the curses that were pronounced to you when you were still young. Mina, I won't make it because teacher so and so said anyway, I'm useless, I'm a dunderhead. But hey, when you come unto Jesus, he says, come unto me. My yoke is easy. I will give you rest. So you need to take off and put on. The yoke of Jesus. He says you will not carry it alone, Tantla. I will be with you all the way. I will navigate you when it's tough. Blessed be the name of the Lord. To humbly do the, his will. How... My question was, how can the Lord give us rest from this burden? Number one, you need to humbly do his will and allow him to guide and direct you. Once you fail to give him that opportunity, once you fail to allow him to direct your steps, to show you, to navigate you, that yoke is going to be heavy. 
you because you are going to carry it alone he he is not going to be part of that walk with you in your christian life you will be walking in places that you that they are unknown to you that you've never been there before but he has been there before he will be able to navigate you the problem with us christians is we do not allow him to navigate us we do not allow his will to show us the way we especially when we are like experienced in the work of the lord those who got born again earlier on you know they they want to use their experience they forget that even with their experience they have failed up until where we are today and then it becomes heavy it becomes heavy that is why at times even when you wake up on sunday morning it is heavy because you have made it your own way you've not allowed him to guide you to say take charge let me follow you you know better it will be difficult to understand scriptures as this ones submit to him let him direct you i have seen in marriages as well because i have, i am married Let's be the name of the Lord. In marriage the Bible said the two shall be one. But the problem is when we come into the marriage situation we carry the burden each on their own. And the other one expects the weight to be on the other party. It's either the wife puts the whole issues of the marriage unto their husband's shoulders and vice versa the husband does the same thing can he and we one we are supposed to be one and take this yoke together and put it on the shoulders of Jesus and as a as a family as a married couple we navigate this life together with Jesus That is why we finding on marriages in our relationships there is too much blame on each party. Because this marriage yoke it's supposed to be carried by one person. This marriage is not submitted unto the authority of God. Hence you find that every time when there are issues it's like he said he he said he will solve it. But he said the two 
shall be one. So we take the yoke together and let Jesus on the other side and we navigate this life thing together. It's not for the husband. It's not for the wife. Yes, the husband is the leader. But we are one. And Jesus leads us together. We take the whole yoke together with him. And we run the race with him. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Galatians chapter 5 verse 1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. You have come unto God. But still when he says my yoke is easy, let me help you carry it. You are still living like the Egyptians. You are still in Egypt. That is why when he had even taken them out of Egypt, at some point they said to Moses, it's better if we were in Egypt. Even if he had taken, God took them out of the world of slavery. He made things to be easier for them. But when they were moving, when they were along the way, whatever that God was supplying for them, providing for them, still to them, it was not enough. Because they did not leave Egypt in Egypt. They carried Egypt with them when they left Egypt. They carried their burdens along with them when they left Egypt. Even when God said, I am the one who's taking you out of Egypt, they still remained like they're in slavery. That is why even today, when people are talking about our country and they say, what has freedom brought you? You'll hear some of them saying apartheid was better. How painful. And because some of them, they do not know what it took to come out of that apartheid to be where we are today. Some of you do not even have any idea what other people went through to be where we are today. That is why you will hear most of you still say apartheid was better. Go and tell that to a family that their loved ones never came back from exile. Go and tell that to people who died for this freedom that me and you we are enjoying today. In those days you could not even walk into this building that is here. But because people do not want to take off and put on something new because when you take, it's never freedom was not meant that it's going to be easy for everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to take this yoke and take it with Jesus and it will navigate us moving forward. I normally hear people say, those who died for this freedom, they sacrificed 
No, they never sacrificed. They were killed. They were murdered for this freedom. They never wanted to die, those people. They wanted to see this freedom that me and you, we are, cele we are celebrating today, we are commemorating today. But most of us, we take it for granted. We forget that this freedom has got to be worked on. And as a church, we've got to do it with Jesus. We do not have to be two ways. We've got to be intentional and know that there's a yoke that we must carry and we must carry it with Jesus. It's not going to be an easy one. We are being failed by Christians even in our workplaces. We are being failed by Christians even in political spaces. Because they walk into those spaces on their own. When they walk into these offices, Jesus remains outside. When they walk into those political spaces, Jesus remains outside. And we get surprised that why are certain rules passed in parliament whereas we've got Christians inside there? We get surprised why are certain rules even in our municipalities are passed whilst we've got Christians inside those places. Because Christians, they don't want to carry this yoke with Jesus. They want to enter there and use their own education. And when things do not work out, they say, ah, but it's the constitution of the country. The constitution of the country says you can marry a man and a man. I've touched a nerve. But this morning he's calling you once again. He says, come unto me. There is comfort in being yoked to something or someone, especially when it's of beneficial to both parties. There is no life that is boring or that's got no direction when you are not accountable to somebody or accountable to something. That is why when you are yoked together with Jesus, you've got to answer to somebody, why are you slaking behind whereas I'm carrying the better part of the weight? That is why I love marriage so much. Because in marriage, you can't just go anywhere you like at your own time. You've got to report. Young people, young people, if you're vision and part of your life is to get married one day, just know that in marriage we report. We report our movements. We report how we spend money. We are yoked together. You don't just move the way you please in marriage. And it's very beneficial when you do it with somebody that you love. English people call it benevolent.
So when you are yoked with Jesus, you become accountable to him. Because he's navigating the road for you. When, he's, when, when you see the mountains that you cannot climb, he says, come, it's going to be easier. When there's waters in front of you, he says, come, let, it is going to be easier. When you cannot go through, you got to account to him. Why? You cannot go through. And that is why he says these things are hidden from the wise and the learned. And they are revealed to little children. You know why he says that? Because children are teachable. Us who already experienced will always have to argue something. Tell him that no, the last 10 years I did it like this. But he says, follow my ways. It will make sense even when it does not make sense. Jesus invites us to learn from him. There is peace in not having to, to figure life out on our own. You know, you know, I was telling somebody that when, you, when, when children are born, the most frustrating thing about children, when you have children, they don't come out clutching a, a manual that's written, this is how you are to raise me. Parents will know and understand that. It becomes so difficult because the next thing you've got this one that cries the whole night. And then the next one, there's another one that does not even cry. It's just peaceful, Jay. So it is so wonderful when you are doing this life with Jesus. He navigates you even in raising your own children. You get to know that these children, they are not mine. They belong unto God. They've got also their own yoke to carry that they've got to carry with Jesus moving forward. But when you do not understand that you, you hold them unto your own like as if when they belong unto you. Can they do not belong unto you? They belong unto Jesus. There is assurance as we follow his lead. It becomes assurance. But this assurance is when you go and put in a claim... They don't look what you did for the past 20 years. On this outsurance, he doesn't come and say, but you, you, you skipped the premium. On this one, they won't say, but that other time you were not at church. He won't be looking at your faults. He will be saying to you, my grace is sufficient enough for you. And it is sown even more in your weakness. Because when I am weak, that's when I am strong in Jesus. There is assurance in carrying this yoke with him. He's not going to go back and look what it is that you have done, what you did not do. When you put in a claim, immediately, not even 24 hours, it comes through.
I am yoked to Jesus. There is peace in being yoked to someone good, loving, and patient. My brothers and sisters, while you navigate this life, don't do it alone. Come unto Jesus. His yoke is easy and he will give you rest. You don't have to carry this on your shoulders by yourself. It's very important to check who we're carrying this load with. You have to learn from him as your mentor and you gain knowledge and skill and when you have done that you transfer the skill and the knowledge to other Christians and you show them when they fail that when he says my yoke is easy this is what he means you know I've seen people I've had people asking me they say this week you are, you are an usher. You are running around. That other time you are parking cars on the other side. This other time you are hosting. This other time now you are preaching. Where do you find all this time? Can I answer you today? It only happens on Sunday for a maximum of two hours. I am not here during the week parking cars. I am out in the market. And whatever I do there, because of what I did on Sunday, he puts his hand on it. And I have seen him do that again and again because of what I have done on Sunday. During the week when I am in the market there, he puts his hand on whatever that I am doing in whatever business deals, in whatever work that I am doing, in my children, I see him putting his hand because of the work that I do for maximum of two hours on Sunday. But I need him from Monday up until Saturday in my life. And he shows up for only two hours that I've deposited in. And he comes in from me from Monday up until Saturday. He shows up for me for only two hours of work. For only me packing your car, for showing you reverse like this. He shows up during the week and he puts his hands upon my finances. He puts his hands upon my marriage. He puts his hands upon my children. In whatever business deals that I am doing, he puts his hand because his yoke is easy. He puts me to rest in him. That is my answer. Only two hours of work that I do. I don't become busy for the Lord and even more busier than even the word itself. So come unto him. He will give you rest.
The question is when I'm closing, what are you yoked to? What are you yoked to? Are you yoked to the power of sin? Are you yoked to the power of money? Are you yoked to your friends? Are you yoked to your parents? What are you yoked to? This morning, he says, come unto me. I will give you rest. You don't have to do this life thing alone. You don't have to navigate this life thing alone. Jesus is here this morning. And if you've never accepted him as Jesus and Lord and Savior of your life, before I sit down, I would like to give you this opportunity this morning. Maybe you've been coming. You've been coming all along. You've been enjoying the worship. But you've never really accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life. And today I would like to pray with you. If you are here in our midst, I want to raise up your hand. I want to pray with you. He says, come unto me. I will give you rest. If you want to accept Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life, I'd like to give you this opportunity before I go and sit down. Raise up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In the absence of no one, can I ask the worship team to come and join me as we close? As you are coming through. Abba Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you for your mercy and for your grace. We thank you for your word is truth. We thank you that we rest in you. We abide in you. Thank you for everything that you have done for us and everything that you are still going to do, my God. And thank you for your word that gives us peace and assurance that you are always with us. You've never let us down. Thank you this morning as I bless your children, O oh God. That our Father, as they go home, in whatever difficulties they are having in life, show them your way. Show them your way, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray this morning. And the church says, Amen and Amen.
Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Let's give uh, Mr. Mnyaya a very big hand.